welcome to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Rondo Villano. And I'm your co-host, Matt Raddick. Thanks for joining me once again in the studio, Matt. Did you uh, Did you do anything interesting this week? Um, well, uh, you know, I did uh, I did go see uh, this band that I really like. They played their first album, uh, oh, Front to cool. Back, Me Without You. Me Without You, Big yeah. fan. They played AB Life, Front to Back, which was pretty pretty cool, pretty pleasant. That is very nice. Yeah. Uh, today is my friend Nicole, your friend as well, our friend Nicole's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yep. She Got does not going. listen to this show, but hey, happy birthday, Nicole. We didn't mention it, but last week was my birthday, and it's you true. got me a, a pretty sweet Shinsuke Nakamura action figure. That is true. He's I did indeed. currently standing on my TV stand next mm-hmm. to Grandpa Munster and Waluigi. <laughs> My favorite heel team. <laughs> My favorite heel stable. Back with all back with all his pals. Um yeah. I'm glad I, I when I bought that for you, I was like I, I was pretty sure that Shinsuke Nakamura is who you would You're like Ron's gonna wrestler. hate this. Well, Perfect. I was mostly like I thought your partner would hate this, which I thought would be extra funny. Well because they're not really happy with how many toys you have to begin with. Yeah. It's fine though. I mean it was like it was like a gift for you and then a prank on her. It was the life. Yeah, it's great. I always appreciate that. Yeah. Anything that makes me happy and her miserable right, makes me exactly. happy. It's, it's, it's a perfect balance. Oh, life. What about you? Did you do anything else interesting this week, Ron? Nope. Nope, nothing at all? Not a goddamn thing. Hmm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Likewise. We went to SmackDown. We went to SmackDown. We talked about it last week. We, we went did. to SmackDown Live. Yeah, it was, kinda, we were live at SmackDown Live. It's kind of hard to bury the lead when we when we told people that this thing was happening. <laughs> well, here's the thing about SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ticket said 4 45 p.m yeah which is very early yeah. and i thought man doors open That's pretty early. early for this stupid thing yeah then i realized doors opened at 3 45 and the mm-hmm. show actually started at 4 45 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i missed the first few matches yes. because <laughs> i'm an adult with a job yeah yeah well i mean to be fair that the what what happened at 4 45 was a was a match between ty dillinger chad gable and uh shelton benjamin versus uh versus oh uh mike Canellis and the Colognes, who I had completely forgot were still with WWE at yeah, all until right? they came out. Uh, so it was not exactly an important match that happened at 4.45. Well, but you did also like... miss, like, the few things. Like, I, I, you probably showed up at, like, what, like 5.30, you think? 5.30-ish? Uh, mm, there was a few matches that were missed. A little before that. Oh, no, yeah, around there, I think. Yeah. Um, you did also miss a really, really great promo between uh, between Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan. Well, Kevin the good Owens, news is... That I watched it on YouTube. Hey, afterwards. there you go. You can't see. You don't even have to go there. Don't even have to go. We were That's talking why about WWE this. is great because you don't have to be there. Yeah, we, you and I were talking about this off the air. It's weird being there yeah. because you sort of miss some of the nuance. Yeah, like I had to rewatch a lot of the clips for the stuff that I saw happening live just mm-hmm. to get like, oh, here's like this is what it did to advance the story, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that to be especially true at pay-per-views actually because i like it's a lot of times the conclusion to a story beat right so it's like right sure you're not uh like a lot of the stuff on smackdown is it's like you're sort of rehashing the same ideas and just like a lot of wwe storytelling is just beating you over the head with the same point over and over and over again until you get it and then they have a match about it so like when you're going to smackdown live like you're seeing those same sort of story beats being executed again and you're seeing like video packages that like recap what happened last time or you're seeing like you know some guy cut a promo and he's like you know showing you let's take a look at my match last week or something like that so it's a lot of sort of recapping whereas like at a pay-per-view it's pretty much all action you do have those video packages and stuff like that so you can kind of get caught up but like 
there's a lot of times there's stuff happening in the ring that like is hard to see and especially like when you're far away like when you're at something like wrestlemania or like when i was at SummerSlam, i was like way 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 in the back and so like like a lot of people said later that they could tell right away that like finn balor got injured at SummerSlam, but like me sitting in the nosebleeds i had no idea what was going on and was just uh you know just having a having a good old time so our, our seats at smackdown were pretty good they were pretty good what um what was your favorite part though my favorite part. What was your favorite part of SmackDown mm. Live? Hmm. When you saw SmackDown Live live, hmm. what what was the, the best thing you lived through? I mean, I did really love Mark and the F out for Daniel Bryan returning. See, and I wasn't there. Man. I completely, I didn't see Daniel Bryan at all. Yeah, that's a that's a real shame. He's a he's pretty handsome in per, in person and on the television. All right. Um, so that so was, was, that was, it was seeing the DB. It was seeing seeing the DB. I did also really enjoy. Uh, I've I've heard a little bit more about about what's been like going on on Two Hundred Five Live, and I actually watched Two Hundred Five Live for the first time in a long time, and I really enjoyed uh, what's his name when we saw it live. Or yeah. oh okay yeah yeah yeah. You just, you, we did you there. watch it again? No, I did not. Oh, okay, I also did not watch SmackDown again. Um, so there may be there may be nuance that I'm missing as well. But uh, when Drew Gulak was doing his PowerPoint presentation of Doom, I, I thought that's that that's pretty funny. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was so boring. I think it's it a really so good long. idea, and it really sucks that like the crowd doesn't care about it. Cause, yeah, like, it, it was the the crowd was chanting, "This is boring. This is boring." It was. I like the idea of him just being like the shitty politician kind of guy yeah, who right. wants to be like the mayor of two hundred five live or whatever <laughs> the fuck, and uh, like him imposing rules on it and yeah. having a PowerPoint. He was on slide like twenty seven of two hundred and seventy seven mm-hmm. or some shit. It was funny. The premise was funny, but it just went on a little too long. Yeah, and it wasn't. I, I, uh, I don't know. I want to like Two Hundred Five Live. I want to like the characters, but man, they got a lot of work. A lot of work to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, to their credit, like so much of this stuff is like it's a two way street, right? Like you have to when you're when you're the only person out there talking and you're talking to an audience that is not captive at all, right? Not yeah. responding at all. Like it it, it kind of defeats the purpose. Like he came out there with a no chant sign and no one was chanting anything. And like I, I just didn't know what I was supposed to be chanting. Like I don't know if if there's like a like a, right. a gulag sucks chant or something like that. I, I just I, I don't watch enough or know enough to know like what's supposed to be going on. I just felt like I was like the entire time I was not in on the joke. Right. Yeah. It was it was a little uh, I guess like heavy handed. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like that kind of I had the same reaction during the the opening segment of SmackDown actually with with Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Where it was like everybody was like real hot for for Daniel Bryan, but the other thing is like people really like Kevin Owens and really like Sami Zayn, and so it's like there's always a mix of like cheers and boos, and like when they say like a really good burn, it's kind of like you want to be like you want to cheer for them and applaud it, but you're supposed to boo them, and then right. like. I also feel like a lot of the stuff that they were saying was, like, pretty darn nuanced and, and pretty clever. Because, like, the whole crux of the promo was basically, like, them trying to say that Daniel O'Brien is a sellout. And then also kind of, like, calling, like, saying it sucks that he can't wrestle anymore. And saying that he's, like, he, he's a cop-out for, like, not being able to wrestle. And also saying, like, like you know, he always, the, that, like, he always had the fans behind him. And Sami Zayn never had the fans behind him the way that Daniel O'Brien did. And that's part of why he, he turned to the dark side. So, um, but yeah, like by the end of that, like 15 minute promo, I feel like people were kind of like, I mean, they were enjoying it, but it wasn't like you weren't getting like the raucous booze that you were supposed to be getting or anything like that. Speaking of having a fan behind you, when (laughs) Randy Orton was taking the stage. That was the other, my other favorite part. Oh my goodness. There was a, there was a person behind us that was 
I she mean, fucking loves Randy Orton. There's not really any way to put this. She was real horny for Randy Orton. She was real horny <laughs> and for Randy Orton. And she was letting Orton. everybody know about yeah. it. <laughs> she was literally saying that, though. Yeah, it's not exactly. Just, it's not us being awful. It yeah, was no, her. she was like I, like, I love you, Randy. Like, she was quiet the whole show, and then he came out for the final match and was just, oh like, my God. losing it was her, nightmare. her mind. It was, it was amazing. It was so loud that, like, I wish I had had earplugs. Oh, yeah. My ear was ringing afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. I was really... Well, I, at first I was disappointed that you were late because uh, because you would have missed it. But apparently for SmackDown they don't do fireworks at the entrance, which is which is dumb. They you do that for Raw, and they do that for like I didn't know that was a thing at all. Oh yeah, it's it's real loud. It's it's real fun. Um, when the last time I went to Raw, I got really really like high up seats, but I was like all the way back towards the stage, so I was like I could like actually like see You're in the line of fire. No, quite literally, you could I could actually like see behind the curtain, like when they like where they come out, like I could see people go through like when they would open it up and go inside. So that was kind of funny, but yeah, I was right by the fucking fireworks, and it was maybe the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. It was that horrifying. Sounds, that sounds miserable. I think the loudest thing I've ever I heard in you my life was this it. woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got some some taste of that. That was unbelievable. Yeah. I do always, like, one of my favorite things about going to live shows is just, like, seeing seeing how everybody reacts to stuff. Like, right. you, you get a sort of, like, closeted view of, like, wrestling fandom by, like, mostly engaging in it through the internet and through, like, your own friends. Because, like, like, obviously when, when you're talking with your friends about the same things, like... There's some level of homogeneity to like your opinions and things like that, but like just seeing like like everyday folks and seeing like little kids. I don't have a lot of little kids in my life, and uh, seeing them mark out for for people and like seeing what they cheer and boo and stuff like that. Like that's that's just like really interesting and fun. I don't me. know. I uh, I was a little worried going in, and then it was a little bit of this that I experienced, but yeah. just like the the I guess like the false bravado and the machismo of like some people in the audience of like the just, fandom yeah yeah just like some people being a bit more aggressive than they need to be yeah and like I I don't know if it's like just people getting into the kayfabe yeah. and like oh I fucking hate this guy but it, it was sort of like oh I, I don't like any of these guys because I think this whole thing's pretty dumb yeah but I'm just here to enjoy the I'm show just, I'm just here for a good time right and I had a good time like it's it's like going to any sporting event. Like if oh, yeah, you absolutely. if you're willing to be part of it and get into the energy of it, then it was it was a really good time. Yeah. But there was also just like any sporting event, there were some fucking assholes who I was like, wow, I really don't want to engage with these people. Yeah. Because even though we're here to enjoy the same thing, and there's no real like, it's not like a like a baseball game where it's like this is my team versus this is your my team. your yeah. team, right? And this is just like everybody is just there to. See everybody fighting each other yeah, is a good right. old time, yeah. but some people are just not uh, not too friendly about it. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, th- I think that there's something about the the culture of wrestling fandom, and I think like that WWE is kind of complicit in this of like oh sure making making almost like celebrities out of fans. I mean, first of all, like they're always cutting to people in the audience, like, and usually it's just like yeah, you know, people like getting excited about stuff and things like that, but like you know, like. There are a lot of people that get, that are really they, they get really juiced and really excited about like when they can kind of like take over a show. We've talked about this a little bit before when they can like kind of turn turn around like what WWE is trying to do and like you know they boo Roman Reigns when like they're they're trying when WWE is clearly trying to get us to cheer for them or like they start batting a beach ball around the crowd when like there's a match going on or like they start doing the wave when there's a match going on stuff like that where they try and like hijack the show like that that kind of that. I don't know. Everybody, I just feel like a lot of people are trying to do that. And you're right. It is a sort of like 
machismo showmanship kind of thing of like i'm the i'm the smartest fan in the room and like i'm the coolest like look at my cool joke and stuff like right that. it's like yeah. it's like a like a room full of like people that are trying to get their their tight five of stand-up comedy i think i've asked like you that. this on the show before but haven't you just shouted something that was really funny and then you were the funniest guy in the room i mean haven't you just ever it, shouted I, and and interrupted something and been the best yeah i probably i've, I've almost certainly done that we've done this bit before <laughs> Uh, um, I, I will say though the, uh, so after all of SmackDown happened, there was a, a blacked out match mm, yeah. and it was basically a super interesting match to get people to stay through 205 live. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it was completely off the air no announcers or anything. Mm-hmm. And it was Jinder Mahal versus AJ Styles. It was indeed. And this was actually kind of cool because I feel like when the cameras are on, mm-hmm. The wrestlers have to be very on, and they have to be very brand aware, and they have sure, to just right, be right. who they are and like appease the WWE. But when the cameras were off, it was it was still that they were still like their characters, mm-hmm. but there was a bit more, I guess, leeway. It's all it's like it's much more tongue in cheek. Like, yeah, they're they're much more like. It's at those moments when they were like, okay, yeah, you guys are all in on the joke. Like, it's a, there's a lot of like wink, wink, nudge, right. nudge kind of and stuff. And the the thing that I thought was really cool. Um, because I, I feel like Ginger's character is very serious. Like he's very much like I'm Ginger Mahal, the modern day yeah, Maharaja. Right, right. I like I'm I'm strictly this. But um, during this match, the crowd was chanting 3MB, mm-hmm. which is yep, the three man yep, band. Yep, yep. They just a tag team that he used to be part of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Like, I don't know too much about this, but yeah, like yeah. I I know enough to be aware of what the was happening. The premise is that they were a band and there were three of them, and that that's it, <laughs> that's right? It. That's the whole thing. Um, well, during this match, people, the crowd was shouting, th- shouting 3MB, 3MB. Right. And at one point, uh, AJ was laying on the ground, and Ginger kind of stopped, did a little air guitar solo, yeah. and then just <laughs> did like an elbow drop on AJ. Like, it was yeah. cool. Like, he, he was he was not strictly being Ginger Mahal. He was there yeah, right. to, like, play off of the crowd and stuff, too. And he was just like, it seemed much more... Like, he was having a better time than if he was just being Ginger Mahal. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, it, I... I I felt a lot of moments of uh, of like sympathy and fondness for Jinder Mahal during that. Like they showed that video package during the actual show. This was great of like him in India and like just getting this like enormous hero's welcome as he's coming there and like just like everybody fucking loves him here. I was like, there's a moment where I was like, are they are they just gonna straight up like turn him face like right now? Like is is this gonna be a thing? Uh, which I still think that they they could actually end up doing in a weird I, sort of. I way, don't know, but in like in India, he's totally face people. Yeah, the right. people of India fucking love Jinder Mahal. He's oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just wondering if they're going to, like, if they're going to sort of turn him that way in canon, too, and basically just sort of embrace that, like, people like him. And I think they could. Like, there's... I think that there's a lot of people that do really like his character. And, I like, think it's going to be difficult, though, because there are a lot of people who are fucking racist, Well, too. you know, there's, there's that, too. But, I, I mean, well, I think the other thing is, like, the way that his next angle is moving is, like, he's going to be feuding with Brock Lesnar, who is really easy to pivot oh, in, as a heel. So Yeah, uh, uh, Jinder called out Brock Lesnar and said, I'm going to fight you at fucking at whatever, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Yeah. This is really interesting to me. Uh, like, like, this is the next interbrand pay-per-view. And we've talked maybe on the show and maybe just off air, but about like how they, they don't ever like intermix the feuds and they don't ever like right. intermix the championships and stuff like that. Well, here's the other thing. Cause we did talk about this before mm-hmm. because Jinder already has a championship and right. he's going after a different championship. Yeah. 
Like, I, I asked, is this a thing that happens? Can one wrestler just be like, I want to have all of the titles from across all the brands? Well, across all the brands. That's is, what Jinder is doing. Well, okay. So I, I, this, I, this is almost certainly going to be a non-title match. So I don't, I don't I think, think that... I, yeah, I do. I don't think that they're going to try and like unify these titles or anything like that. I don't think they're going to try to unify them. I'm just saying well, it I mean, fucking if, awesome if one for him guy... to be like, I have all of the titles. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I guess in like... in. In wrestling rules, or at least as I'm far as... everyone's champion. <laughs> He's my champion. Um, the, in, in, like, sort of wrestling rules, you you wouldn't, like... So if Jinder Mahal wins the Universal title, and then he is the World Heavyweight Championship and the Universal Champion, he couldn't then, theoretically, challenge... Like, AJ Styles couldn't challenge him for just the Universal title. The logic would be, like, those belts become unified, and therefore, like, you can win either of them. But then again, I guess that's not entirely true, because what I was going to say is, like... On the same show, there uh, recently, and I think a couple times, I know Seth Rollins at one point was, I think it was Seth Rollins, was at one point both the United States champion and the um, heavyweight champion. Um, so, like, they've done stuff like that before, and then they lost one of those belts. They didn't just, like, formally merge those belts and things like that. But that's all sort of besides the point, because I don't think that this is going to be a title match. I think this is just going to be an exhibition. I hope Ginger gets all the titles. I hope I hope he does, oh, too. Oh, fuck. But if he loses, then Brock will have all the titles. Well, that's true. <laughs> See, yeah, and, I, and like I said, I just don't think they're going to... They certainly don't need to take another title off the air by giving it to Brock Lesnar. I think it's just basically like a... It's just like a, you know, you're the toughest competitor out there. Sometimes like, you got to scorch the earth. Guy. Just Some... give him all to Brock and let him, let him leave. <laughs> let him go. Let him start let him again. Literally, just go to UFC and like walk out with the championships. I would love there to be a hard reset on like really anything because I think that that like can be super compelling and just have there be like a like a like a hard reset on like the Intercontinental Championship and then just a tournament to like find a winner over like over the course of like four weeks. You know, they have a bunch of qualifying matches and then like the top two compete at at uh, a pay per view. They haven't done something like that in a long time. They've done it before, but. It's just really fun. Love it. Love a good, love a good tournament. A good tourney. A good tourney. Um, the other thing that's interesting about that feud, and we'll we'll get into TLC momentarily here, because boy howdy, is there a lot to talk about there. Um, but the AJ Styles is kind of injecting himself into this feud too, and oh yeah, and he was saying that like. I mean, Jinder's whole thing was basically like, I've gone through all the worthwhile competition on SmackDown, and therefore I'm going to fi- face some real competition, and that's going to be Brock Lesnar. And... Uh, AJ Styles is like, whoa, 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 you've never beaten me. Like, wh- what am I, chopped liver over here kind of thing? Um, which is really compelling to me. And I think Jinder was kind of like, yeah. Yeah, basically, you are chopped liver. Um, and then, of course, they had a match off air. But that's besides the point. I do think that that's, like, a very good point. I do think that the next thing that they're going to do, I think AJ Styles is going to be the one to finally take the belt from Jinder. Um, and I think that that's the direction that they're going. But, man, I would really love to see a triple threat match between Jinder Mahal, AJ Styles, and Brock Lesnar. That would be the fucking coolest. Uh, talking about Ginger and AJ fighting off the air. Yeah. Uh, my buddy mentioned this, which I didn't realize. Um, uh, my my buddy Jesus, shout out to Jesus. Shout out, shout out to Jesus. Uh, thanks, Jesus. Um, he mentioned that uh, it sucks that AJ is just like fighting in two hundred five live, and I was like, well, that's not accurate. And he was like, well, no, they they save him for the post-show matches so that people stay to watch 205 Live and, and AJ's, like, never on oh. air anymore. Yeah, I remember reading something about this the other day of, like, people are like, why isn't AJ Styles been on SmackDown It's because they made wrestling matches. And they it's... save his matches for after wow. 205 Live to keep the live audiences there. And then he fights in pay-per-views. That sucks for him. 
I, I mean, mean it, it means that the WWE is really relying on him to put butts in seats, which is really cool. It means the WWE recognizes they need him around, yeah. but yeah, it sucks for him not being on TV. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he's she's probably fine with it either way to some extent, but I, I think like I guess and he still gets paid. Yeah, right, and uh, probably gets paid. I wonder if he gets paid more because they're like, listen, <laughs> we really, really need you kind of thing. And they're like, here's a raise to do to do some kind of, you know, some shitty some shitty work for us. Um, and apparently he's also just the, oh, we need somebody to fill a spot in a yeah. pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, you that's want, what I was just going to say. Like, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because he's, like, not involved in, like, any main feuds right now. They're kind of just, like, like... That like they're eventually going to pull the trigger on Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles, and they're just kind of like letting that simmer in the background and like not even like developing it as a feud. And I think that they're just like we we don't really know what to do with AJ between them. So yeah, let's have him like get people to actually come to two hundred five live, and also have him fight with Finn Balor for yeah. because Bray Wyatt is very very sick. Just thought that was interesting. Though. Yeah. So thanks Jesus. Thanks thanks Jesus for that tidbit. I I, I definitely didn't know that either. I kept like seeing like articles of like. Like, why isn't AJ Styles on, re- on the, the wrestling or whatever? But That's I would never take the, take the initiative to read Why them. isn't he on the wrestling? <laughs> why isn't he on the wrestling? And it turns out the answer was even simpler than I thought. You know what else they could do? They could just fucking tape 205 Live before SmackDown. Yeah, but then we talked about that too. What would be the draw to get the audience in? Yeah, why would I get there early? Yeah. I mean, especially because like if they're going to keep their time slot on USA, I would have to show up at 4, which I can't do because I have a job. <laughs> right, yeah. Again, I'm a person with a job. Yeah. Like, I can't. I'm not I'm not going to show up for 205 Live. As I'm not going to show people. up anywhere for 205 Live. Well, that, that's that's fair. That's reasonable. I might leave somewhere to, to not see <laughs> Enzo Amore. If I saw 205 Live on a TV at a bar, I might leave that bar just to get it out of there. If I saw Enzo Amore at a bar, I'd probably burn the bar down. <laughs> Cheese of Pete's. Not really. Enzo's a fine person. Yeah, I'm sure, I guess. I'm sure I he's know. I'm sure he's at Seems least like... fine. Uh, maybe fine. at best fine. <laughs> Uh, they've, he, he's officially been turned heel now, which is kind of interesting because he was kind officially? of, oh yeah, yeah. He's what, like, what the fuck was he? Uh, well, I mean like when, when he first moved over, like he was kind of like kind of facey because he was feuding with Neville. Sure. But now he's feuding with, uh, with what's his face, uh, Kalisto. And he's got this like heel of uh, the stable of bad boy guys that are like, okay, what makes up. it, what makes it an official heel turn? I mean, it's hard to say. It's really just like the way that he's like, it, it there's something about like the, that's a very good question. I don't have a great answer for it, but I think I feel like it's very true of Sami Zayn right now too, because he's essentially working the same gimmick. But he's just like, it's just like it's kind of just you're just like sneering a little bit more while you're doing it, and it's like 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 now instead of just being like how you doing to people, he's like he beats someone up, and then it's like hey how you doing? It's like it's a, it's a very like sort of right. small change subtlety. in tonality. There's a subtlety. I mean, there, there have been instances where like there's sort of like a hard reboot on a character, like like well not even like a hard reboot, but like. You know, AJ Styles wears all black when he is a heel, and he wears red when he's a face. And, sure. and like, like, there was a very clear moment where it was like, okay, like a face, palette swap a on him. Exactly. Yeah, they may have done that with this with Sting at some point too. Like, I feel like white face paint Sting is face, and maybe red face paint face paint Sting is, is Stang. heel. Sting. <laughs> red face paint Sting is just Sting. The Sting. That's when he's playing with the police. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's anyway. like, don't stand so close to me. <laughs> Is that what Sting sounds like? What does he sound like? Does he talk like the real man Sting? No, like the like the like like what, the fake man. Are we, talking, are we talking about Sting from the police, or are we talking about Sting the wrestler? Sting the wrestler. Uh, Sting the wrestler. I think has kind of a southern accent. He just really talks like a really average guy. Yeah, I, I, I actually watched a. Uh, a Facebook or a Twitter video that he posted the other day where he was asking his fans to tell him which version of Sting they liked best. It was it was 
It was amusing. They were like tantric just... sex day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, what is it? Desert I Desert Rose? Dream of De- something mm. like that. I I thought I Kiss from Seal. Well, no, I mean <laughs> Sting is a song about about a rose. I'm sure. I remember he does. it was on MTV when I was when I was it was in like the late nineties when I was a, a wee lad. I'm not sure which like, one you're why is this about. man singing about tentric sex in the in the desert? Well, you would too if you could. <laughs> if anybody would pay me for it. Um, should we get into should we get into this TLC card here? Yeah, we're not here to talk about Sting's sex life okay, or so, his wrestling career. So some big things happened today. We're here to talk about tender love and care. We're here to talk about the the uh, tables, uh, the learning channel, ladders, and chairs, and chairs, and chairs. Uh, do we want to talk Chaps. about this in order of? Holy shit! Some stuff happened today, or do we want to like actually run down this card and just like talk about? Let's run down the card and talk about how. I guess uh, how did I get here? Compel our listeners to 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 listen to the end of this episode. Stick with us because holy shit, some shit went down today. So our first, I I ordered our document here, Mm -hmm. our card in the order that I believe the matches are going to air. Now here's the thing: I'm going to tell you right now that you're wrong. Okay, and. Uh, this this is my little pro tip to you about about booking and how you book these things. Sure. Is you have to you have to put matches that no one cares about in between matches that people really. So what really am care I wrong about. about right off the bat? So I think that uh so so back to back to back at the end of this you have the Oscar match you have the Finn Balor match and you have the Shield match. Okay. Those are not going to go back to back to back because those are the three matches that actually matter a lot on this. Let's match. start at the top of the card. Let's start at the top of the card. Am I wrong? Is it going to start with Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks? No, it will not. It might start with this tag match, the the, the Brian Kendrick and Gentleman Jack Gallagher versus Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan, because that'll be a cool flippy match and it'll pop the crowd. It might start with that. Well, Matt. What? They've already announced that Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks is the pre-show match. Oh, damn it. So you can suck <laughs> my dick. Fuck, I got got. Okay. So wow, I that don't was know. really me, like being like, "Well, <laughs> look at look at what, smart what you don't I am understand about, about wrestling," yeah. and and you just fucking owned me. This is why I'm a smirk and this not a mark. This is why I'm a smirk and not a wow. Okay, I got got I got got good. So, so Alicia anyways. Fox and Sasha Banks. Who do you think is going to win that one? Um, Wait, first of all, before we get into this, there's seven matches on this card. Yeah. Another one will probably be announced, right? Uh, or maybe slipped in. I feel like they're running out of guys. Yeah, I feel like at this point they're going to be like, no, we we just we're just going to run with this. Uh, the other thing that's on this card that isn't on here is that Drew Gulak is doing another powerful presentation. Oh, cool. <laughs> I think that's you. pre-show too, though, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Well, the uh, this is interesting because it's seven matches. Yep. Three of them are women. Yeah, that's true. Two of them are cruiserweights. That is also true. There are only two matches on the SmackDown card that are like the the men of SmackDown, like the big boys yeah, of SmackDown. Yeah. Well, it's I like mean, all of them. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they like they kind of fuck or, uh, of Raw. Excuse me. Yeah, right. Well, they kind of like. I mean, I don't want want to say fucked it up, but like all of their titles are involved in one feud, right? Because like the tag team champions are facing off against the Intercontinental Champion, right? And the Brock Lesnar is just nowhere to be found. I'm sorry so. I told you to suck my dick when you were wrong. That was very crass. Hey, it's okay. It was rude. I apologize. I didn't mean that. Hey, it's all right. That's fine. Who do you think would win Soul in a fight, here. though? Alicia Fox or Sasha Banks? Yeah. Hmm. So I, I don't really know why they're feuding. Or There's not a are. lot here. I mean, this basically stems from the fact that they all competed in the Fatal Five-Way match, they all being Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks, as well as three other people. Sure. Uh, they competed in a Fatal Five-Way match to determine who was going to get beat up by Asuka. And uh, Sasha Banks eliminated Alicia Fox and 
Alicia Fox apparently wasn't was upset about that. So then they had another match this week on Raw, and um, Alicia also attacked Sasha Banks backstage and was kind of like like very very uh Bra- that, Braun well, Strowman in her I'm not finished with you sort of way. I I I watched the match and I watched the backstage thing. Alicia was like going crazy when she lost and she was just like shouting rematch rematch yeah. and i was like what is this her character Cause yeah she's, alicia I, fox's character is a little bit unfortunate in that she is just a sort of quote-unquote crazy girl like oh no she's just a woman and she's crazy like, oh no yeah that's terrible she's a uh, i mean I was, I was really hoping that wasn't what her gimmick was no, it, just... it, it 100% is oh. alicia it has been around for like 10 years something like that oh really um yeah she's been around for a minute she's she never looks great for being 10 years old she's <laughs> She's God. That's weird. <laughs> Think about everything you just said there. <laughs> I want you to. I, I, I want you to think sit about in that nothing. <laughs> I usually think about nothing that I say here. Oh my god. Anyway, um, she's been Whenever around for I ten say, years. Nothing leaves this room. <laughs> no, no, no one, no one at all hears this. Um, she's been around for about ten years. She's a. I, I, I actually didn't know this, but she's apparently a former champion. I don't remember champion run, but she's like very much a holdover from the sort of WWE divas era, uh, which was not, which was not great. Sure, there's a lot of things that they did that were not awesome. Sure, and this is one of those things. That said, she's a really good wrestler, I think, um, and I kind of wish that they would do more with her character. But at the same, but you know, I'm happy that she's getting involved in, in big matches and stuff like that. She deserves so, that at least. So Sasha won. Sasha won on Monday. One on Monday. Yeah. Who's going to win on Sunday? Hmm. Do you think this feud is going anywhere, or are they just trying to fill slots on this pay-per-view? Well, I don't know, because I feel like I like what happened on Monday felt like the sort of seeds of a feud. So I think I, I do think that they're going to try and, and, and let this go for a little bit and let this cook for a little bit. So I'm actually going to say that Alicia wins this one. I was thinking that, too, but, like, I don't... I don't it doesn't get make it. sense because I, I Sasha it, Banks I, shouldn't lose to Alicia Fox. Right. I, if you're going with Alicia, I'm, I'm going to go with Sasha just because if I feel like if they are trying to like turn this into a feud and if right. Alicia's character is just crazy person, yeah, then maybe she needs to lose a couple more times to actually like lose it enough to win. Yeah. So well, and what she could, what she could do is the same thing that like that. Uh, Bobby Roode and um, Dolph Ziggler did, where, like... Just pack it, pass it back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Well, Roode wins the match, and then Dolph, like, hit, attacks him immediately afterwards, something like that, and that continues the feud. That, that That's a thing that could happen. Sure. Well, I'm going with Sasha. All right. I like your pick. I don't feel confident about mine at all. So there we go. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> we're, having a, we're having a little cruiserweight tag team match. Uh, we're going to have the Brian Kendrick and Gentleman Jack Galler versus Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. Well, I, we, we saw a precursor to this. We did. At SmackDown. Which I well, you've seen Rich Swan before. Oh yeah, he's but I think very good most at... of these other guys, this is probably the first time you saw them wrestle. Yeah, we'll talk about these a holes in just a minute. Okay, I, I know about the Brian Kendrick because last week on uh, live on the air, we opened a pack of cards with ah, yes, uh, yes. him in it. You know, he's a man with the plan. Yeah, sure. Uh, when we were watching SmackDown Live, you well, to, excuse me, two hundred five live at SmackDown Live. At SmackDown. Why did they record a raw at property Arena at in Seattle, SmackDown? Anyway, you said, oh, it'd be pretty cool to see an actual tag team match with these four guys. And yeah. here it is. And lo and behold, your dream we have true. it. Yeah. I think I, I think I said that after that, after that, the, the match uh, at 205 Live was just Gentleman Jack Gallagher versus Rich Swan, And Cedric Alexander was out like ringside, as was Brian, uh, Brian Kendrick. And so I think I turned to you and started saying this. And then like literally the match popped up on well, the I Titan think, Tron. <laughs> I think what happened was it's 205 Live. Yeah. So they were like, 
Oh, someone in the audience said that they'd like to see us do something. <laughs> Let's just do it. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you say. Whatever yeah. will get you to turn it on. Do you think that? You think that's what people want to see? Oh, okay. Yeah. At least one person wants to see this. <laughs> Let's make this match. Just real quick, got a guy to put that together in Photoshop. I was just like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's go. So the Brian Kendrick is like the poor man's Dean Ambrose. Oh, uh, wow, that's one way to put it. He's like a crazy guy, but like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like shitty looking. Yeah. Uh, it's like a downriver guy. <laughs> it's a very, very specific joke, but uh, sure. That's <laughs> a very specific Michigan joke. Shout out to Downriver, Michigan. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Hey, sorry about that. Brian Kendrick is pretty good at wrestling, right? He is. I, yeah, oh, I, I think he's pretty, got pretty great. Gentleman Jack Gallagher. I hate him. Mm. Well, first he's... of all, it's Gallagher. Gal- Gallagher. 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 Like the... he, he has a, he has a, a watermelon, the watermelon and, guy. And, uh, and a big hammer. Um, I love him. He I has think a mustache fantastic. and an umbrella. Yep. Right? Yep. And uh, he wears uh, uh. he wears fancy lad shoes and fancy lad pants and fancy lad vest, uh, which is an interesting thing to, to wrestle in. I was surprised that he wrestles in that garb as well. I don't like him. Yeah. He... Uh, you, you've mentioned that. He's just got the... Maybe it's the mustache. Maybe if he didn't have the twirly mustache. He looks like what every, like, boomer thinks that a millennial is. <laughs> and, like, he just looks like such a piece of shit. And I want to fight him. Yeah. I I have to say that that I think you're correct. And I think that that means it's working, my friend. Because you're not supposed to like him. He's a bad guy. Is he a heel? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Ah. Kendrick and, uh, and Gallagher. Oh, yeah. We watched, we watched a thing about how he wasn't a heel and now he is. Yeah. Um... You would have hated him when he was a face because he wore he he wore nothing but rainbow tights and little shoes. He oh, didn't okay. wear any knee pads, any elbow pads, and he is like as pale as Seamus is. And he still has that twirly mustache, and he still comes out with an umbrella. I think, I think I I, I prefer this type of character as as a heel. I yeah. like oh, I just like you look shitty, you are shitty, <laughs> like you're just a bad guy, and like you're just completely unlikable. Yeah. Right. That works for me. Sure, yeah. And, hey, and he's a heel, and he's been he's been doing pretty good, all things considered. He looks it? like uh, the kind of guy in college who is like uh, pretends that he. How can I? How can I? How can I? How can I thread this needle here? <laughs> he looks like the kind of guy who acts really emotionally open. Sure to get women to befriend him in college and then he's a total perv and then he's a total perv he's a total fuck boy yeah i think that's some fuck boy behavior there took me a little while to get that out <laughs> but he seems like an awful guy yeah yeah he seems uh seems not great but i will be i i, I will say i think that you that that is a lot of sort of you're making perceptions based on his appearance and i don't think that's sure. his, his character at all his character is that he's just a he's just a grumpy little british boy i think he's irish isn't he uh, I don't know. I mean, British, well, doesn't include I- Ireland. Includes Northern Ireland. I'm saying a lot of shit in this episode. <laughs> You're really just laying it all out there. I, uh, I'm having a weird week. Yeah? I went to SmackDown Live. <laughs> it was my birthday last week. It was your birthday last week. Uh, seeing these, these, these fancy boys. I'm tired. Yeah. Just saying a lot of stuff that I'm going to regret later. Yeah, well, I feel. you know, I, like, again, I apologize in advance. I least, don't mean it. At least no one's going to hear this ever. This is a character that I play on a on a podcast. On a podcast. It's in just kayfabe. A I'm, it's just I'm a working in kayfabe. Just, just, uh, you, you just got to suspend your disbelief with us, folks. It's like the stuff that the Ultimate Warrior says. <laughs> it's all in kayfabe, and you got to <laughs> understand that he's not he's not a real guy. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on. You've you've dug yourself a deep enough hole. Who do you think is going to win this match? I'm going to give it to the heels. 
Okay, I'm going to give it to the faces. I'm just going to write heels on here rather than... Uh, oh, I'm going to spell Ooh, it wrong, too. You're going to write heelies, kind of looks heelies, like. Heelies, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to skate around the ring. Uh, let's talk about this next match. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. Uh, championship match. Raw Women's Championship. So this match is based on Mickey James Speaking of boomers old. hating millennials. Oh, there <laughs> it is. Got, got him. You got him, Matt. Uh, Alexa Bliss thinks Mickey James is old, and Mickey James thinks Alexa Bliss is, is too big for her britches. Oh, and also that she has a biscuit butt. A biscuit butt. Yeah, what's the deal with that? I keep you hearing know, her say it. I don't know. understand it. It was. It was. Uh, Is it a compliment? Uh, so Mickey James is also like a country singer, and I, and sure she she either lives in the south or plays like she lives in the south or something like <laughs> yeah, that. So sure. she she has all these like quaint sort I of southern phrases. <laughs> And one of them, apparently, is is saying that biscuit Alexa Bliss has a biscuit you butt. You got a biscuit butt. Which and turned into like, a big chant at Raw. It was Alexa's, great. Alexa's just like, fuck you, Mickey. <laughs> it was amazing. I can't imagine that that was something that they... I think that was a total, like, ad-lib thing. Just like... Oh, I hope so. Mickey James was just, like, you know, sort of vamping up there, improving, and biscuit butt was what came out. You don't out. think there was, like, a writer in the writer's room, like, just, like, like slamming it he's out just on the keyboard? in the crowd. He's just like, biscuit butt. butt. Point at the biscuit butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's holding a cue card. <laughs> anyway, so Biscuit Butt versus Mickey James for the Raw Women's Championship. Who do you think is going to win this one? You know, I keep saying, like, I, I keep giving it to Alexa because I'm like, oh, she's going to retain. It's sure. not like, or or I'll say, okay, it's been long enough. Now I think Naya, I think yeah, like right. another heel will take it. Yeah. But now that it's like Mickey, like, wh- why is she here? Why is Mickey back? Where did she come from? Is she promoting something? Does she have a, an <laughs> album that just came out? Like, is she going to go away? If, she was if... just inducted into uh, the Native American Hall of Fame, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, sure. I, it was like something Michael Cole briefly said on commentary. <laughs> okay, well, my, my question stands. She also apparently had a number one single, so, so there's that. Okay, great. So she just put out an album. Something like that. I mean, so, no, but, so but, but she loses... she's not promoting anything. Like, she's just here, and she's just a part okay. of the roster. She just hasn't been utilized So if she loses to Alexa, she might not necessarily just disappear. Yeah, no, no, no. She'll be back. She is, she is a permanent she's around. fixture. She's here to stay. A semi-permanent fixture. Yeah. Oh. Well. It's like that uh, that corn song, She's Here to Stay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one? Uh, I don't remember that one. Uh, uh, it, goes, it goes, I'm here to stay. I'm, I'm here to stay. Adidas? And then he goes, bring it down. Then they break it and down. Then they, and then they, they slap oh the base. What is this show anymore? Anyway, it's really off the rails. Uh, but I, who do you think is going to win this match? I guess Alexa. I still think Alexa's going to win it. I don't think, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Mickey's, Mickey's like Two-Face, and she's been, she's kind of had the upper hand in, like, most of this, it seems. Yeah, I think I think to some extent, yeah. I mean, it it seems that she's been kind of the the more the aggressor, I guess. I don't think she'd be an know. interesting champ. Yeah, no, no, it wouldn't make any sense. I mean, like the next thing that they're mo- the next story beat in the WWE Raw Women's Championship is Oscar wins the title, or at least Oscar feuds for the title. The only and thing they're that... not going to have her feud with Mickey James. Like, sure, yeah. The thing that sucks is that like. When if Alexa loses, there's not going to be like it's not in Alexa's character to be like you know what I was wrong about you even though yeah, you right. are older than me or like you you're a worthy opponent sure like yeah. she's still just going to be like she's still a heel you're fucking old yeah right. I know but like even every now and again there's there's still that like like the Cena and Reigns thing like there's yeah, a sure. kind of a mutual respect like you you learn to appreciate the yeah. person you're feuding with over time I just feel like 
Alexa's going to win, then it's, Mickey's going to go back into obscurity, and none of this will matter. Yeah, right. I mean, the, what what they could do is have Mickey be like, "Yeah, you know what? You're the you're the better woman," and then have her join Alexa's side and be sort of some extra muscle for her or something like that. Yeah, I guess that'd be kind of cool. Some old leathery muscle. Some old leathery muscle. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's my kind. That's my your kind of jerky, oh, boy. Uh, so uh, Kalisto is now the WWE Cruiserweight Champion. Thank God. And he is going to be feuding with Enzo. Mori. How did Enzo get a posse? Uh, How did I he don't get know. people on his side? It kind of happened on Two Five Live. I don't. I don't know because like everybody. So no one knows. Yeah, right. Like everybody hated him not very long ago, and then suddenly he's got like people working with him for some reason. I get like I think the story is just that like. They just decided that they liked him. And they're like, yeah, you know what? You're actually saying some good things. Like, I think it's like they're realizing that, hey, you did get us into the main event and you did get more people paying attention to 205 Live. So, like, we're grateful for that. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's any, like, it's not, there's not a very deep story here or anything like that. Sure. He just has a posse for some reason. Yeah. Uh... He's, like, he's like Andre. Andre's got a posse. Mm-hmm. I think Andre could could drink the contents of Enzo's body. Though. <laughs> yeah, just that just, was his thing. He'd drink a a, a a keg of beer like it was yeah. a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a hero! What a guy! What a what a legend! I miss Andre. I do too. Never knew him, but I, well, I miss him. Anyway, uh, do you think that Kalisto is going to drink the contents of Enzo's body, or do you think that Enzo is going to squash Kalisto? Do you think that anybody wants a peanut? <laughs> Stop that right now. I mean it. Uh, uh, now, yeah. it, do you want me to? Do you want me to? Do you want to just do this? This is, this is I think, our best episode. Um. I'll say Kalisto retains. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to say Kalisto retains too. At the end of this, if we are, uh, if we're tied, you're going to just change your mind. Yeah, if, if we have, if we have the same amount of, if we need a tiebreaker, I'm going to change my answer to Enzo. Okay, because yeah, I, I think I mean, it could really go either way. Yeah, right. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of story here, and uh, I. I think when there's not a lot going on, it makes more sense to me to to keep the title where it is, um, and I think that uh, that uh, yeah, I don't see who fills in for Kalisto next in terms of like the sort of top face in two hundred five live. Oh, yeah, they're just gonna keep moving faces uh, exactly, guess, uh... and like Neville's gone now or seemingly maybe forever. So it's like I like Mustafa Ali. Is that his name? I mean, I would love Mustafa Ali to be a champion. I fucking love Mustafa Ali. Uh, but I don't, I don't think he's there yet, but I think that him working with Kalisto could get him there. But like, I think if the title swaps now, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. Sure. So let this cook for a bit. So I already filled out the answer to this next one. Yeah. There's not a lot, there's not a lot to say here, but yeah, I think, I think that we and all of America, uh, and all of the world is in agreement that Asuka is going to murder Emma. On Sunday night. Next match, Asuka, the, what's her thing? The Empress of Tomorrow. The Empress of Tomorrow yeah. versus Emma, the woman with brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> so Asuka, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're not wrong at all, but it's just very funny. Uh, so Asuka. It's Australian. Uh, oh, that's right. Australian She wears black lipstick. That's, Australian that's, that's, Emma. That's nuance. Anyway. Uh, Asuka, Asuka is making her WWE debut. Her main uh, roster debut, yeah. Her main roster debut being pulled up from NXT. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, she's going to murder Emma. Yeah. I mean, Asuka is coming in, for, for those who don't know, as, like, the most, like, over and most, like, hyped up person, most dominant person that WWE has had a long time. She had a win streak of, like, over 500. Like, she held the, t- the title for over 500 days. She had a win streak that lasted that long. I don't know how many matches she won in that time, but, like, she just destroyed everyone on NXT for her to come up and lose to Emma would be the most absurd thing in the world. The only thing that's going to be like the tricky thing about this is how do they not just keep that train rolling? Because like she can't just keep being undefeated and then also beat everybody on raw and just never lose ever like that. That would, that would get eventually would eventually, it would be awesome for a while, but it would eventually get stale. So I think like she's certainly going to win this match, but, uh, as I said earlier, like she's going to get involved with the championship and it's going to be interesting to see if they just like put it right on her or if they're going to like let, let the people on raw actually like be challengers challengers to her. But Emma is not going to be that person. I can see Sasha having a great feud with her. Bailey, Bailey has beaten her before. So there, there, there's some, I think Bailey's beaten her before. So there's some interest there. The only one who hasn't fought her is, who is it? Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. <laughs> I don't think Alexa has fought her either. But Nia has, and Bailey has. Has Mickey James? No, but also, who cares? Actually, she might have, because she was on NXT for a minute. But also, who cares? <laughs> She's well, not going to beat Asuka. Emma's not going to beat Asuka. Asuka is going to win a lot of matches. Because well, let's move on to one of the main events. Who the Lord. Finn Balor Demon versus... Sister Abigail herself, AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so for... So boy, some shit. Some shit went down today. WWE made the we're we're talking on we're recording this on Friday evening. Hello, hello, it is us. Uh, there was a some breaking news from WWE. This match was supposed to be Finn Balor as the demon versus yes. Bray Wyatt as a girl. It was the corniest shit. I was watching this uh, this on my lunch break today. Uh, I was what, finishing up watching Raw, and I was literally watching this portion of the match when the the news broke. And they were doing this thing where they had a shot of Finn Balor, and then they had a shot of Finn Balor looking like a pumpkin or looking like fucking Jack Skellington. It was. It was so bad. It was very bad. It was so bad. I'm so glad that they're just putting this thing to bed. Uh, it sucks that this is the circumstances that they had to do it in, but uh, please, God, please, for the love of God, let this feud be over. Um, anyway, what WWE broke some news today. They had two people that were removed from the TLC card because of illness. One of them is Bray Wyatt, and the other person is Roman Reigns, uh, who... You know, it was kind of a part of a big, a hey, big WWE, thing. Hey, WWE, how's your, how's your main events? Yeah, right. How's uh, your whole show? In real jeopardy. So th- this week we learned that, that WWE's in case of emergency break glass option is one, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, which like, fuck yes, absolutely. I am so excited for this match. And also letting Kurt Angle wrestle again for some fucking reason. Kurt Angle is wrestling in place of Roman Reigns. Now, Matt is way too jazzed right now. Wait, way, way too jazzed. Uh, let's talk about AJ versus Finn. Sure. Let's talk about AJ. No, let's talk about Finn versus Bray. Let's talk. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have to talk about that. So anymore. what happened? Why aren't these boys fighting? Uh, why aren't Finn and Bray fighting? Well, why aren't Bray or Roman fighting? Sure. Uh, because there's apparently an outbreak of viral meningitis in the WWE locker room, which has been confirmed by... Uh, it was originally like confirmed by some wrestling sites, but then ESPN actually contacted WWE for comment, and they 
confirmed this. I don't know if they said viral meningitis, but they were like, yes, there's an illness going around. Uh, they said that they are like, they are testing and immunizing all of their superstars and that these people like, it, the, I don't know that they know that, that, that Roman and Bray have contracted it, but they, uh, they're concerned enough that they don't want them working, which makes a lot of sense because viral meningitis, any kind of meningitis is a very, very serious disease. The, yeah. I, I don't want to make light of this, but yeah. I do believe this is actually the universe's way of gently guiding the WWE's gently hand away WWE. from putting Bray Wyatt in a dress and yeah. having him fight as a girl. Well, and for that, thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank you, for, Meningitis. For your, for your wisdom and for getting us away from that. So instead, we get maybe one of the best matches that we could ever possibly hope to have. AJ Styles versus Finn Balor for the first time in a WWE ring. But but Finn is still the demon. Finn is still the demon. So he's got to win. Which is fine, yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They could do one of two things. This could launch a feud, which would be fucking incredible. Like, I was talking with some friends about this earlier. There's a lot, like, there's a lot of sort of speculation that another sort of break glass or, you know, we're just kind of saving this for some time is to do a Bullet Club feud between AJ Styles and Finn Balor because those two guys are the two, are two of the original members uh, or maybe the first two leaders of the Bullet Club in New Japan. And so, like, when they both came into the WWE at around the same time, there's a lot of speculation about, like, are they ever going to do a Bullet Club adjacent thing? Are these guys going to be part of it? Or are they going to do some kind of feud with it where, like, one of them is the leader and the other person is, like, trying to destroy it or something like that? You know, a lot of roads that they could go down here. And so, like, a part of me is, like, are they just going to, like, fucking do this? And it kind of makes sense no. to, to pull the trigger for it for Survivor Series because it is an interbrand pay-per-view and because it, like, a Survivor Series match involves, like, creating, like, super teams, basically, and having them compete against each other. So, like, but, if Finn gets Balor Club together and but, AJ Styles gets Bullet Club together, but, just let me fucking dream, Ron. <laughs> But does the WWE acknowledge that New Japan exists and that the Bullet Club is a thing? I mean, they Finn Balor had all of his shirts say Balor Club. Right. He talks about how this is the Balor Club, and AJ was part of the club. Yeah, exactly. Like they acknowledge but it. They don't without, say Bullet Club, and they're never going to say it. But they're just trying to use the branding to get people on board without saying like without paying for the branding. Yeah, right. It. Remember when they when they fucking rebooted the shield for no goddamn reason? <laughs> a stable that has been dead for 5 years just because they yeah, wanted to sell the tickets. Stable. Well, yeah, that's fine. They don't care. They steal from everybody. <laughs> but what I, they're stealing from themselves, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, but I bet I mean like they they have no problem with stealing with New Japan. They've been stealing from I'm New just Japan. saying it's not going to be the Bullet Club. It might be the sure, age the Style sure. Club. The Styles Club. Oh man, the Styles Club would be so bad. The, the Style Squad. <laughs> they all have like fancy haircuts and stuff like that. Oh man. Uh Yeah, I know I know that they're not going to call it the Bullet Club, but like it could be it could be something similar. Two clubs. Uh, both alike in something in Fair Verona where we lay our scene. Yeah. From Ancient Blood, Break to New Mutiny. I can't remember the next line. That was pretty good. It was good. I, was, I did all right. Um, can't believe you remember that classic WWE that classic monologue. WWE promo. The, the CM Punk's pipe bomb promo. Um, so anyway, yeah, I don't... Okay, so if this, gonna be, if this is just going to be... If this is just going to be a one-off match... You think they're going to bring in AJ from SmackDown and let him embarrass the fucking Balor demon? Yeah, you're right. They're not taking the shine off the demon. All right, all right. Fine, Ron. The demon wins. This is going to be a fucking incredible match. I hope this is a 45-minute match and they just let it go on forever. I 
was thinking today about just the moment when these two guys are staring at each other from across the ring, and everybody is going to be losing their fucking minds. It's going to be so loud. They're just going to like stand there and stare at each other for like an hour and a half, and I'm going to love every fucking minute of it. I can't wait. I can't believe that Viral Meningitis gave me this match. Thank you, Viral Meningitis. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, okay, so let's let's get into the into the actual main event. So the the, the main event we have the Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman, Cesaro, mm-hmm. Sheamus, The Miz, and Kane, Kane versus the Shield, the Shield, which is <laughs> Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Kurt, Kurt Angle? Angle. You may be asking yourself many questions, dear listener. Why is Kane here? Did they decided that that since Roman Reigns got injured that they needed to I'm add sorry. Kane to this match? If we're gonna talk about Kane being like a dead demon from hell, I need to take a second to to just talk about kayfabe and sure. them. We, we Why didn't th- they just do Bre- Kane versus versus Finn Balor? Because well, well, no one cares about that for one. But I looked into this, and it's because Jesus. probably because Kane's last feud before he went away was against. Bray Wyatt. So why all of a sudden would he be on Bray Wyatt's side? Oh, interesting. I yeah, didn't realize. I got that. a little bit of research. Good, uh, good homework but there, Ronnie. How do you break kayfabe so hard yeah. that you're like, oh, Bray Wyatt is a spooky man who's now possessed by the ghost of a dead little girl, <laughs> and he's become her. But also, he's got viral but meningitis. Also he has viral meningitis, so he can't actually fight right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they like they shattered any hope of of kayfabe existing, like. With it, with this announcement today, I mean, I but mean, like, what the, can you this, do? The the Roman Reigns one, you can be like, "Hey, Roman can't do it. We have to change this." But when your whole shtick is, "This guy is a spooky monster," well, yeah, but you're like, well, he got <laughs> monsters. Sick, monsters have feelings. Um, he feels like he's gonna poop his pants because he's got meningitis. <laughs> you know Not works? even Sister Abigail can save you oh. from viral meningitis. Uh, yeah. So Kane rose from hell. Kane rose from hell. Presumably to avenge his brother, the yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. Well, I against mean, Roman Reigns, the way who's th- no longer in the match. Well, yes, that is very, all very true. The thing like the the way that they kind of portrayed this on Raw is that it was like it was like an ace ace up his sleeve that the Miz had all along. He always had this sort of trick yeah. in his back pocket. Um and so, because like he, when like Kane rose up, he was like, "See, see what I have done. I have brought Kane into." So I don't think it's necessarily like. I don't know if we'll ever find out like why the Miz got Kane involved in this because I don't think the Miz is going to be around, around very long. Because again, I think Glenn Jacobs is actually currently running a mayoral campaign. Yeah, maybe it's not going so hot. His campaign maybe. not going so hot. <laughs> it's not going so hot. Yeah, Get like it? in hell. He does fire and hell and hot. Anyway, um, and then my name's Kane, Kane, the dead demon from hell. Hi, I want to be the mayor the of some place in Tennessee. My favorite part about Kane is that he's bald, and so but he always but Kane yep. always has hair, and so they just like use this mask to like strap a wig onto him. Yeah, and it's, it's the gross. funniest fucking thing. Um, so then there's Kurt Angle, who hasn't wrestled a WWE match in eleven years, and well, who was basically broken that many forced necks. out of WWE because he could no longer compete. He was no longer physically capable of competing. And yet, here he is competing he is. in a WWE match. Now, now eleven years older. Eleven years older, still has the same amount of broken necks. Same he had amount before. of broken necks. Yeah. If you don't know about Kurt Angle, we did an episode on Kurt Angle Homecoming. We did a documentary about Kurt Angle's yeah. return to the WWE. You sh- you can find all out all about why Kurt Angle should not be wrestling in this match if you go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> 
ah, uh, yeah. This is going to be interesting. Is, this I mean, doesn't make... This was literally just like a, a Hail Mary play. They were like, we, 100%. we lost Roman Reigns. We need to get people on board with yeah. this. What the fuck can we possibly... Oh, let's just put Kurt Angle in yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. And it, I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, Kurt Angle has ostensibly been on the side of the shield throughout this whole thing, and he hasn't really been getting along with the Miz, so I, so I guess. But, yeah, I mean, again, I don't know that they're going to do much storytelling here. Um, the other thing that a lot of people were speculating about is, again, because Kurt Angle has gotten very hurt and very seriously injured and, and probably shouldn't be wrestling anymore. Sure, yeah. Like, doing a big multi-man match like this is a really, really safe way to do that kind of thing. Because it's like, basically, they can kind of, like, do some moves on him and then, oh, he's knocked out and he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to take any more bumps or anything like that. And the rest of the match can just kind of continue on. But this is a fucking tables, ladders, and chairs match. So, like, any kind of big bump that he has to take is probably going to be, like, off of a ladder ladder. or through a table or, like, getting hit with a bunch of chairs or something like that. Maybe the five the five people will just uh will just bury Kurt Angle in chairs that like throw him in the ring and then just start like throwing ri- like chairs into the ring and he'll just be buried then he can't do anything i just realized this whole thing's going to stress me out a lot cuz oh boy adding adding I can't all wait these to watch you be really anxious adding about all this. these metal objects is just increasing the uh oh god the possibility yeah. that somebody's going to get injured is this the only table letters and chair tables ladles tables ladles Tables, ladles, and and chattels. Is this the only Mm -hmm. TLC match in the TLC pay-per-view? Yes, it is. And that is not uncommon. They typically do one of these. A lot of times they will do other gimmick matches. So they'll do like a ladders match and a tables match and a chairs match. And one time they did a stairs match, which turned out to be pretty actually pretty was good. it just all like the ring stairs the metal yeah. it was uh i think it was john cena versus bray wyatt and it was uh it, it featured john cena throwing a set of ch- of of stairs from the ring to the ground and hitting bray wyatt in the face it was Jeez. incredible i feel like if they're gonna pop a an extra match in here it's gonna be like a like a tables match or some shit yeah i mean i th- i think the card is locked down i think again like to your point earlier guys. like <laughs> they've used up everybody they got unless they want to do another fucking cruiserweight match or something like that so or have funny. a smackdown match for like some yeah, reason sure. um but yeah uh i'm really curious to see if kurt angle is going to come out wearing roman reigns's gear because i think that'd be oh, really, it's like a shield really guy? funny i saw someone i saw someone today that in in wwe 2k18 they just like they modified they put roman reigns's costume on kurt angle and then modified all the colors so it was like red white and blue oh <laughs> no most amazing Did they put the I've wig on him too <laughs> no they couldn't put a wig on him unfortunately oh that god would, i hope he comes great. out with the the wig and the yeah the head bracing yeah um this kind of kills the momentum for the Shield reunion, sure huh? Sure does. Sure does. I, so I was actually sort of talking myself into thinking that, I mean, I think I think that this was always meant to be just kind of a one-off. Now, I think they're going to have to do that one-off later, which is kind of a bummer for them. But I, I didn't think that this was going to be like a feud feud. That I didn't think the Shield was necessarily going to stay together for a while. Maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. I thought that maybe this would be like a sort of like they have this match and then they sort of have like a, a an explosive breakup sort of thing and, and that goes somewhere. Um, but when Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose retained the tag team titles, I thought that, that might not be the case. But yeah, now I think this is just going to be a, it's going to be a really fun match. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be really cool to see Kurt Angle wrestle again. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I hope don't. he doesn't die. I I hope he doesn't. You know, I generally I hope have that nobody hope for dies. Most people. Well, yeah, sure. I can safely say most people. I think. Who do you think is going to win this fight, though? Uh, I think the Shield's going to win this fight. You think so? Even though it's not the Shield? Absolutely, yeah. 
Kurt Angle ain't, ain't, ain't coming. Kurt Angle ain't coming back after 11 goddamn years with 45 broken necks to lose a match. What about Kane, though? Who cares about Kane? <laughs> he loses matches all the time. Yeah, but he's back and ready. He's, I don't. I think that back Kane might be back ever. for this and then gone. We've agreed on almost all of these. Yeah. Spaces. Two. The, we've the top disagreed of the, on two. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with uh, what is this? What is this team called? Uh, no, you, you. You know, you have to type all this out. You go ahead. The bar mid. Well, we we had, said, we had said bar mitzvah, but no, that doesn't include Braun Strowman or uh, or Kane. Bar. Bar mid. I think if you just include like a lot of extra A's at some point, then it, it that includes Braun. Oh, and then just put the fire emoji on either side of it. Well, I was going to go with Kane. I was going to do the K for Karmitzfah. Karmitzfah. Oh, yeah. And then just do like a lot of A's. Karmitzfah. How do you spell bar mitzvah? Uh, I believe. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to do this. There it is. <laughs> Delightful. What's Team Car Mitz Fawn. We're not going to share that on social media. <laughs> I think the bad guys are going to win. Uh, I think you're a fool, but hey, you know, well, enjoy it. Welcome to mm-hmm. welcome to welcome to my life. Most of my feedback. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, hey, that's a TLC card. That's it. This is gonna be this is gonna be really really interesting. I was I was kind of I, okay. I went into this. At the beginning of today, I was kind of excited about TLC. I was excited pretty much exclusively for the Shield match. Now I am really, really excited for both of these main events. I've actually gotten myself pretty excited about the rest of this card, but I'm just really, really excited for these two main events. It's going to be really, really interesting and wild and crazy. Well, I'll see you on Sunday. We'll see you on Sunday. Uh, that is going to do it for us this week. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at BlindTagCast. Everywhere, at BlindTagCast. I, I meant to write out something for us to better streamline oh, this. Oh, so I can stop fucking stumbling over this every fucking week? Uh, I guess. And, and so your solution instead was to cut me off when I felt like yeah. I was on a roll. Hey, you were doing great, <laughs> but listen. <laughs> listen. Just Google BlindTagCast and you'll find us. Hopefully. And you'll find some way to shout at us on the internet. I haven't really checked our search engine optimization. But hopefully it's working. I think it works. Okay, cool. So find us. We are Blind Tag Cast. Thank you to Small Parks for letting us use their song Restless as our in and out music. Thank you, Small Parks. I bought a couple couple albums from you guys. If you, you sure want to pop those in the mail for me, that'd what be a, great. What a nice guy. That'd Swell fellow that Ron. You can do the same. I don't know what their website is, but if you it's Google Small Parks, <laughs> you will find ways to buy find their record. Band camp. Listen it's a to very them. good record. It is very good. Um, I downloaded it. Downloaded it? Yeah. And and now you're waiting for. I got a free copies. digital down download with my physical copy. Hey, that's and I've been listening to it. It's on my iPhone. Your iPhone. Yeah. Cool. That's thrilling. Uh, thank you, dear listeners, for listening once again. As always, I am Matt Raddick, and I have been your face. I'm Ron Delvolano, and I've definitely been your heel. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Cause you're falling in love when you shouldn't be, and you're